0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to podcast 21, I think, and uh, blog 19, maybe? Somewhere around there. A little cold today. Let's go see if we can find something beautiful. Let's talk. I saw a beautiful flock of birds today when I came. Actually I was eating breakfast and uh it, it was super nice. I just cooked my meal, nice egg sandwich, just, and uh sitting down to eat it, looking out the window, and just a big giant flock of birds I could hear in the in the big pine tree behind my house and uh went out and just didn't eat the sa- didn't eat the sandwich yet, just went out and listened and videoed them. It's nice to hear nature life and uh, a little cold today and I guess today's podcast I'll walk you through a lot of different things and for the vlog I'll try and catch some beautiful things even though it's just coming out of winter Midwinter, I guess, you know End of January January 30th Impeachment hearings I guess we could talk about a little bit of current events Before we go into the Maybe we'll find some beauty on the way We're gonna go this way The opposite way that we normally go It's the way I take my daughter It's a little easier, I think Same path, but just the direction Kind of makes a difference And, uh Current events, impeachment hearings. It's pretty cool. Uh, So it's starting to heat up and basically all the lies are starting to come out in a condensed format. Like, so the House process was super long and drawn out and they had a lot of, well, they had all the control, the Democrats did at least, to like, you know, narrate as long as they want and give the media as many sound bites and clips that they would need to basically push a narrative to the, Populist of whatever they wanted it to be, and uh, so now they're in the Senate, and instead of you know 400, 500, 600 reps, there's 100 senators. So it takes a lot less time for everybody to speak and do what they say their piece and whatnot. So that's cool. So so basically, you don't have to have as much of a boring blah 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 like the other one I guess it's going to be a little faster and things are going to make sense and also because the truth is sharp and it's fun because you can just have a little mic drop moment sort of at the end of a couple sentence thing after you shred the (laughs) the story of the other guys that's based on lies and deceit (coughs) alright we're going to find the pond up here in a little bit but for so yeah, that's what's going on. Watch TV if you want. Donate. If you, you know, President Trump definitely <laughs> needs your help a little bit. Doesn't need money, right? But it's a good thing to do. But I think also more importantly is to probably like, you know, door knock, put signs in your yard, show support. Don't be scared. I did. I plan to do so more. Put the sign in yesterday, we'll say that. Uh So, nature, ferns, brand new, That's what I'm describing for the people that are listening, are symmetric, you have different types of ferns, you got the sword, something sword, that's like just basically one long stick fern, then with a bunch of little things off the side, then you have all different types of all different types of ferns, right? And then even like trees, dichotomous and the other one, monocots and whatever. Point is everything is symmetrical or uh symmetrical. Well I can't say symmetrical. Every most almost nothing's perfectly symmetrical usually. Unless <laughs> you're using a mirror, I guess. <laughs> but symmetry is part of nature and beauty. And when things aren't symmetric, they drip to one side, they fall over, shit like that. Explicit episode, maybe. (laughs) Um, And then also the other way is like shells are built and here's a different type of fern. It's not the one I was talking about, the sword. This is a different actually one where it's got unique things coming off of, I don't know. It's like a second pattern, the sword only has where these long ones are. I'm not doing a very good job for the podcast, but point is, watch the videos. They're kind of entertaining a little bit. Um, Point is, symmetry, nature, there's always balance in it and a need for it. And if it's incongruent with nature, it cannot stand by itself. Another thing, okay, so I think we go off path. This way, I think there's a lake over here or something. We'll find out. Found it last time. Can't see it on Google maps or anything. Too dense of worse for overhead canopy for the most part. Anyway, uh, so yeah, nature, balance, math. More than likely than not. <laughs> We're in a super mathematically perfectly balanced, golden ratioed out universe that's both hard and soft, real and fake. And when I say fake, I just mean a lot of people's concept of real is like, you know, knock on wood, you know, and it's real, right, or whatever. But holograms are real. They look super real. You can't touch them, but you can get information from them. Cool thing about a hologram is if you take it apart, like if you take a little teeny piece of a hologram, uh, keep going this way. If you take a little teeny piece of the hologram, you can recreate it. Like the entire three dimensional one from a 2D piece, small piece. So, in any piece. It's kinda interesting. Oh god, I just hit a spider web. Not that I'm scared of spiders. I'm just mad that he's now on me. <laughs> not that I'm worried. But uh I hate killing spider webs because now that dude's gotta build a new one. And he's probably on my head. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> <laughs> I mean I'm not scared of the spider, that's not the thing. It's like I mean I'd rather him not be on me. I'm just, you know, walking around. Maybe I should pay attention to where I'm walking more than like the phone. Okay, Funny for the podcast, I had no clue, but a giant. Let me find him. There he is. Okay, so it scared me for a second. Okay, I don't really want to pick you up. Here, grab on this stick, real quick, buddy. Come here. All right. So this banana spider was on my <laughs> on my arm that I saw like going for my hand. And it kind of scared me just to, that's why I threw the phone anyway uh, I think banana spiders are poisonous, but I don't know how how big their fangs are and if they can you know really poison me, but not super scared of spiders, obviously, I wouldn't be touching them if I was super scared, but when I just noticed, them, I was like, "Oh crap, he's right next to my phone, and I just threw it, so we'll put this guy back in his uh Natural habitat, here you go, buddy. All right, okay. Let's keep going a little bit. All right, so yeah, nature, nurture, and uh, I think we gotta keep going this way to get to the pond, probably. I don't know, let me check this area. I didn't bring a compass or anything. Point is, so for podcast people, I was describing the big banana spider a minute ago. Yeah, that might be the lake. Let's see. Super small, if anything. It might not be. Um, So basically what I'm trying to get at to summarize previous points is that uh, the simulation or the God-built place we live, reality and whatnot, is really neat in the sense that it's perfectly built and balanced and in addition to that yeah we're too far back we need to keep going that way okay uh in addition to this you can kind of see what's what's natural and what's not just like when you look through the forest the live trees don't stand out they blend in with everything else and the dead ones are easy to see now podcast people you won't be able to basically i'm spinning the camera in a circle showing the forest that i'm in and uh describing the obviously the difference in nature so what i'm trying to say is this Everything has a reason. Everything has a purpose. Everything in this place is built for a reason, happens for a reason. But also, there are two things to do, right? Like, there's some important people that have come down to this world in the past. Jesus. And there are many other religious figures. I'll just stick with one for now. But point is, these beings sons of God whatever you want to say I'm basically trying to limit my info to make it more appealing to everybody and they had a lot of nice messages things to teach people and it wasn't just about telling people the right way to live or what to do It was about showing them to do as I do, not as I say, I guess, the line. and So these people, figures, awesome people, and also not just religious, right? Just awesome figures in history, like Martin Luther King and Gandhi and, you know, Pick whichever one you want. Point is, they preach messages of peace and they preach messages of helping others, but also fixing yourself before trying to go outside. And it makes a lot of sense. For me, I definitely need to fix whatever issues I have in my life before I can try and help more with others, be a better mentor and whatnot that I try and do. Um, But basically what I'm trying to say is that these people come from wherever they start. People are gods, being, whatever you want to say, souls. And they teach and they, Make sure that the world is in order and all according to God's plan. And God's plan is simple. Be nice to yourself. Be nice to others. Put others before yourself, but after you fill your cup so where you don't become a drag on society, I guess. If you know what I mean. Like you can't help people if you don't have the resources or time or know how or anything to do so or the effort or whatever. So the point is you have to be, you have to be ready for the mission sorta, but the mission is 24 hours a day, every day of the week. And I think that what needs to happen, For world peace or whatever you know just a self-sustaining culture that's in congruence with god is there's a lot of religious books that are not in congruence with each other in the same religious de- denomination or even religious sect and in my opinion if all the information that's written by man and some of it told by to a prophet by god um if it's not all congruent right like this says a that says b and we have to fight over what's right and wrong maybe we should focus on some of the commonalities between them like peace harmony charity help goodness and not focus on things like the rule of thumb how big of a stick can you use thumb or smaller to you know tell people what to do, slaves and whatnot, wives, whatever and maybe, th- rules like that come on, nobody really thinks that, that anymore, right maybe there was a point to it back in the day because people were using sticks too big and it was hurting people real bad and they put a limit on it that everybody could understand, a thumb, everybody, most people had a thumb and they are like, okay I know what size stick nothing bigger than that So we don't use sticks anymore to do that. That's probably a rule that, you know, and there's probably lots of them across all the different religious books. So rather than trying to point out all all that, let's try and find commonalities between the religions, peace, hope, fairness, love, equality, pursuit of happiness and freedom, whatnot, not taking other souls slaves and harming them in any way you know basic stuff you know and um so when we look at the commonalities and start trying to pay more attention to those than the, than the things that aren't similar uh we can kind of find an agreement that i think god and love and happiness and just future Life and whatnot is based on a few things. And those things can be mutually agreed upon. Now past that, if you want to get past what's already in like the religious books, and talk about what is already said but before the books were written, like nature and the beauty of it, and the mathematical formulas that connect everything together. Podcast twenty-one. One plus two is three. Three plus three is six. Three times three is nine. Three six nine. So the right way, I think, on a little, little game trail that I haven't taken before. Um So this is a nice, for the podcast, you have a nice, actually two. This tree looks dead. I'm pointing at a curved tree that's bending all the way over. Uh Like literally like from, it's a horseshoe, it goes up from one side of the ground, bends, like you could walk through it like a, I don't know. Upside down horseshoe, there's a shape, I guess. And then you can see, for, for podcasts that um, people in the video can see, uh, the sticks and limbs growing up and towards the light from the top of the branch. So we can tell that tree is actually still alive, even though the leaves are falling off. But it's alive in a weird shape, and it's really cool, interesting. Not that that has much to do, well, we'll say relating that to God, is that even th- trees that are abnormally shaped like this, and people, and buildings, and, you know, animals and whatnot, and even def- deformities, whatever you want to say, right? Things that are different still find a way, and it's beautiful, okay? And then we have a nice little mushroom down here growing. For the podcast people, I'm describing what looks to be almost like a Mario. I think I killed the cap of it. Yeah, I did. So what looks to be a Mario mushroom, uh, red with white, and if you look inside of it, this would probably be one of the better videos I've made. Um, I mean, not saying better, but I'm just saying like it's better to watch this video than listen to the podcast if you have the chance, viewers and listeners. Um, and you can see all these fine little nodules and nodes inside of it, right here, right? Beautiful. And uh, okay. I'll we'll put him back there. So we saw that. And then, you know, you see these palm fronds, right? That expand out in a beautiful direction, almost like a opposite of a fractal, I guess, depending on the direction you're looking at it. If you're looking at the points inward, it's going to a negative zero point, essentially, right? Like going to back to zero, then the end of it goes to a point because it can't go on forever, obviously, so it has to taper back. Doesn't just get wider and wider. Leaves don't do that, and that's not how life and mathematics work. So when you pay attention to, like, I guarantee, if you were to go into some math professor and just, you know, not even have, like, not even have taken that math class, like, just something relatively strange or hard—a calculus of differential equations or linear math—something strange, right? Something, (laughs) something strange and sort of advanced. What I believe is you could basically go into, there's some really strange equations that are on that he's trying to figure out, the mathematician guy, and, and he'd have this you know equation he's trying to find the answer to or whatever, and he's mapped it, and he has a graph or whatever, maybe two or three-dimensional or whatever, and he's trying to figure it out, and he can't, and you're like, hey, professor, I don't know what's on your board right here, but I have an idea. You take him on a nature walk. And he already knows all the answers that he's looked for and wasn't able to find, right? So, oh nice, we're back. So he's found all these answers that are wrong. like Thomas Edison inventing, trying to invent the light bulb, and then he finds, you know, 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 or whatever, light bulbs that don't work, wrong gas, wrong filament, wrong shape, whatever. Okay, so this professor, he knows all the math that doesn't work and can't figure out why. You take him out in the woods and you show him a bunch of natural patterns and I guarantee you at some point there's going to be some pattern somewhere that is going to click and match up as the missing puzzle piece that he's been looking for in his equations. So, I know that's kind of a long-winded story, but the point of that is past religion and past dogmatic things and and things that somebody believes are 100% true and then somebody somewhere else or just is reading something different and they think that's 100% true. Let's try and find things that match, that fit. And let's not try and force the pieces either, right? Like there's no reason to to try and fit a square peg in a round hole or vice versa. So when you do that, things break like this tree. It's young, probably shouldn't have broke, but for one reason or another, it died early. And fell over and its brother or sister, right here for the podcast, is still going strong with pine needles. But for some reason, this one died probably a root thing, I'm thinking because the rest of the tree doesn't look to be struck by lightning or anything like that. But something happened in its root, right? So, it's another good topic. I'm glad we stumbled onto roots. So, I'll go to roots in one second after I finish the. Well, I guess I've already said it. There are many equations and mysteries that have already been solved through nature that if we get out and look, just get out of our environment that we're used to, we'll find them, we'll find the answers and we'll come to agreement on things. And through agreement comes less fights. When you don't have somebody saying, my God is more powerful than your God. And my God says, I have to hurt you because of this thing here. And everybody's like, look, Whatever differences we have, let's put them aside in the name of peace and nature and harmony and things that we see all around us and can't get away from, from birth. The only way to get away from this stuff is to technically live somewhere that's completely built by man, like a jail cell or something, you know? And when you're in a concrete cell, like, there's no beauty there. It's boringness. It's Groundhog Day. I've been there. Right? So, like... It's needed. It helped me. But it's also not a place to live your life if you want to do anything productive or just probably be happy. It's also a place for people that ruin the environment for others have to go there for a time out or for more, right? More than a time out. Like or time doesn't matter. its You get out when you're dead, whatever. So like people just like animals or whatever, when they get out of control, when they cause problems for literally everyone else, not just because they're pursuing their own life, liberty and happiness, but intentionally hurting other people, killers, torturers, things like that. Those are the people that need to be in cages and boxes and whatever, right? All the other people need to have a free mind and a free, just freedom to do what they want. And also, (laughs) let's go back to roots. When somebody is young, or even if they're not young, and I'll relate this into sports and crimes, I guess, kind of a tangential thing. I think somebody pulled po- oh, I know they did somebody poisoned the auburn trees I think it was auburn yeah put po- some poison on the roots of the trees and then two weeks later the trees and I think it was auburn pretty sure they died you know and I think you got caught and got prison time or something that's good you can't bring those trees back and it's super expensive to get ones anywhere near the size so basically what I'm saying is this Uh The roots of both trees, nature, people, meaning small biological body and whatnot, and also the mind need to be free from poison. Because think of it, when you have. When you ingest poison, whether it's through your mouth or through an injection, whatever it may be, accidental, whatever, or if you ingest something into your mind, it's a mind virus or just something that causes you to not feel good and, you know, believe something is true when it's not, These are some of the hardest, or let's say this. If you have a lot of time to get rid of, well, it does not really take a lot of time, but. How do I put this? Using a slow and subversive path to corrupt something from an early age or via poison rather than a fast moving object or a sharp object or something like that. It's harder to catch. It's subversive, slower. So, that's what evil does. It goes for the roots. It slowly corrupts things until the roots are weak, the tree is planted. well, it's not really good. the trees are good, and it's kind of a bad analogy, I guess point is it's <clears throat> it's gonna use long term subversion to change the world, not just you know. What I had said earlier. Anyway, let's move on. That chapter's done. Well, topic. We're at 29 minutes. We'll go to we'll go all the way back and get to probably 30 minutes, 33. And that's the important thing, right? Everybody has to wake up because we're bickering, we're fighting, we're doing all these things against each other. And really, what it is, is we are confused about right and wrong. Not really that, that's kind of a hyperbolic thing to say, I guess, well, it's not really the right word anyway. Point is, we need to band together and understand we're all one world, one set of beings. There's one set of math that rules everything, It's everywhere, that can be seen everywhere, that's well documented, and has been for a long time. And when we start focusing on the good, and the similarities, and uncovering the things that are secret, life gets a lot better. We win. Truth warriors. Pray to God or whatever, whatever your God is, if your God is a leaf, a beautiful leaf, a flower, whoever, right? Whatever your happiness, peace, and love, and centering force is that makes you and the world a better person, and it can't be doing evil, do it. Not evil, but talk to God, pray. Learn, live, laugh, love, be happy. Tree's dead. That's a good one. And, um, there will probably be an event coming when everything is revealed and everybody will understand that This is kind of the way it's always been. And it gets a lot better after that event because everybody not being on the same page and just being scared isn't a long-term strategy. It's not gonna work, it's gonna fail. It's not how it's meant to be. Everybody in peace and harmony working together is The future. And the future is also written through math in this simulation that's built by a loving being that wants everyone to be in congruence and harmony and perpetual sustainability with both themselves, their families, their friends, sisters, brothers, animals, and that's it, there will be an event, people will be awakened, that's it for today, stay classy everyone, I'm gonna upload this, talk to you soon, I love you guys, have a great day, or night, bye.